this the superiority of Jesus over the prophets, over the angels, over all religions, over all the authorities, over hell and all forces of darkness, and over all other things uh, created. As the Son of God, Jesus is the appointed heir of all things. Well, he is the King of kings and Lord of heaven and earth. This book is just tremendous. We have wholeheartedly obeyed the new teaching and trusted. If God had not breathed into Adam's nostrils, Adam would have remained just a lump of dust. How should we then treat the Bible? All of us are sinners, saved only by grace. For worship, we were created. And for worship, we should ever live. Jesus died for our sins. And so, now that we have Good morning, my dear friends. We are here again in the, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ and in his mission, in his service. Uh, and uh, we shall remain in his service uh, until he calls us home. And even then, we shall continue serving um, in, the, in the new life according to his will and purposes. It is my joy once again to invite you to our reading of the word and, uh, and I trust that uh, God will speak to, one, to each one of us. Um, uh, we always pray, this is always our prayer, that God will speak to each one of us, that we shall take this, um, these words as words that are specifically meant for us. That is a letter written to you and to me individually. And we need to read it understand it and respond to it and that's my prayer father it doesn't amount to anything it doesn't help at all to hear the word of god or to read uh, to read it in the in the bible and not to respond because it's a letter addressed by god himself to each one of us as people he created in his image as people he loves, he desires for us to know him and to receive his blessings. Soften your heart today, soften our hearts today, O oh God, as we listen to your word and help us to hear you speaking to each one of us. Help us to respond positively. This we pray in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ, our loving Savior. Amen. So today we are going to read from the book of um, Hebrews, chapter 1, verses 1 to 9. And the word says, In the past, God spoke to our forefathers through the prophets, at many times and in various ways, but in these last days he has spoken to us by his Son, whom he appointed heir of all things, and through whom he made the universe. The Son is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being, sustaining all things by his powerful word. After he had provided purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty in heaven. 
So he became as much superior to the angels as the name he, he has, he has inherited a superior to theirs. For to which of the angels did God ever say, you are my son, today I have become your father. Or again, I will be his father and he will be my son. And again, when God brings his firstborn into the world, he says, let all God's angels worship him. In speaking of the angels, he says, he made his angels winds, his servants flames of fire. But about the sun, he says, your throne, O God, will last forever and ever. And righteousness will be the scepter of your kingdom. You have loved righteousness and hated wickedness. Therefore, God, your God, has set you above your companions by anointing you with the oil of joy. Amen. Praise the Lord. That is God's word. So today we are going to talk about Jesus. And I know that uh, we have talked to, uh, we have um, heard, we have been taught about Jesus for many years since Sunday school days. But Jesus um, is the center, is, God's, is the focus of God's uh, ministry and mission to the world. And so we can never stop talking about Jesus. In fact, there's so much to talk about Jesus that we can never really say it all in our lifetime. So, we have heard the word then. This, the book, of Hebrew, the, the book of Hebrews, is a letter. We don't know who the author is, but it's a letter addressed to Hebrew Christians. In other words, these this were Hebrews, or the Jews, God's own um, people, who had become Christians, but who now are being misled uh, or being attracted back to the practices of the faith they abandoned when they became Christians. For instance, the law, keeping the law of Moses, marking special days, the fastings and the sacrifices and the special days and holidays and all these things that, uh, that, 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 that were the, um, the, the practice of Old Testament. But see, the writer, uh, the writer to the Hebrews, and also, I mean, in many of Paul's letters, he makes it clear to us, Christians, that it is either Jesus or nothing. It is either the gospel of Jesus Christ or nothing. It is either we have faith in Jesus Christ or no faith at all. We cannot mix Jesus with anything else or with anybody else. And basically that is our message this morning, I mean, based on what uh, we have read. And the question we're asking is, why, why Jesus? Now, we do know that um, there are many religions in the world, and all of them 
claim to have the, the knowledge and the wisdom, you know, from ages past, that the, this wisdom reveals some truths which are not known by anybody else. It reveals the secret for, uh, uh, to matters of life and death, for instance. And in these other, I mean, and so there are many other religions, com I mean, you know, competing with each other for attention. For instance, we have the African traditional religions, traditional religions, and they have their own teachings, their own disciplines, their own myths, and their own truths. And then we have Islam as well. We have Hinduism. We have Buddhism, we have the Baha'i Confucianism, and then we have Judaism, the, the religion uh, of the Jews, to the, I mean, the, of the, and of the Hebrews, to whom this letter is addressed. And there are many, many, many more religions in the world. That is, these are just a few that I have mentioned. Yet, my friends, God's word insists that we are to put our faith and fix our eyes on Jesus alone. Why Jesus? There are so many reasons that we cannot tell it all. But at least we know that Jesus is God. So that's the word of God itself. Jesus is God. But you see, we know gospel from the, uh, when we know Jesus from the gospels as a man who went around doing good. True, we even know that he was born as, as a baby. And that's which is the reason why we celebrate Christmas. But Jesus is God who took upon himself a human, I mean, a human form and human nature in order to, to communicate the word of God, you know, man to man, in order to communicate to us, to relate to us, to feel what I feel, to taste the kind of, you know, the, the difficulties, the oppressions, the frustrations we go through in this life. And so that then he can show us by example how to overcome these oppressions, these difficult situations, these frustrations. I mean, ultimately, Jesus revealed that the real, the real um, origin of our suffering is not the Romans who oppressed the Jews then. It is not hunger. It is not uh, poverty or disease. It is human sin. And it is for this reason that Jesus came, because we know how, uh, how then he offered himself as a sacrifice that takes away the sin, uh, the sins of the world. So Jesus is the answer to all our needs. He is the answer to all our problems. There's no other way to God. He is the way, the, he is the, way the truth, and, and the life. No one, no one can come to God the Father except through him. Generally speaking, 
other, 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 the, the other regions of the world uh, are really human-centered. And so they, they, they address themselves only to, 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 to um, particular human uh, condition and situations. And therefore, what they, what they teach is discipline. Discipline as a way of, achieve, of attaining uh, to perfection. And they say this perfection can be attained, for instance, by our own efforts, by denying ourselves, by living a good life, by being kind and, 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 and good to everything, everybody, including animals. It can also be good, it can also be, be, become good people by offering uh, gifts and sacrifices of animals and, and all that, they, they, you know, they, they, uh, just like, like it was in the Old Testament. So it is a matter of self-effort. We, I mean, they maintain this discipline by withdrawing from society. And some of them living, you know, in seclusion so that they, their minds are not contaminated by human con through human contact, but they discover to their horror. That is, the, 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 the distractions do not come from people, but from their own mind. I have said this before, but you see that there's truth that needs to be repeated. They think that if they deny themselves of food, of all comforts, of good clothes, of good living, and denying themselves any kind of leisure or pleasure, therefore they will be godly and they will attain uh, to this uh, desired uh, perfection. Now, uh, one time the disciples of Christ, or Jesus asked his disciples, who do people say that I am? And the disciples told him, well, they say you are John the Baptist or one of the prophets or other, you know, other great people of the Old Testament. But Jesus said to, him, to them, but what about you? Who do you say I, that I am? And it's Peter alone who said, you are the Christ of God. You are the Christ of God. And this was basically to say, you are God. Now, in verse 1 of our scripture, we are told that in the past, in the past, in the past, in the, in the Old Testament days, in the past, God spoke to people through prophets, through fellow human beings, through human messengers, uh, generally speaking. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his son, whom he appointed heir of all things and through whom he made the universe. The message of the prophets, my friends, in the Old Testament was the message of God all right. And the, the prophets spoke and the people heard, but they did not understand. Even the prophets themselves did not understand. So the people continued to worship a God they did not know. But you see, 
uh, it is also true to say people generally, even in the Old Testament days, often refused to obey the word of God, even after hearing it, and chose to do the things that they thought uh, would please God. But the word of God is telling us and warning the whole world that in these last days, God has chosen to speak only through his son, Jesus Christ, not prophets, nobody else. And is it not normal, even logical, for a parent or a father to entrust the secrets of his business to his children, to his sons and daughters? Is it not the right thing to do? We are told that Jesus is the heir of all things. And so God has entrusted to him the management of all worldly affairs. And the amazing thing is to learn that, um, in fact, it was through Jesus Christ the, the, the universe was created. Because when we read the Genesis, and, and we say in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, uh, we, we, we never think about Jesus being alive and active uh, in the Old Testament or at the beginning in Genesis. But we are told uh, elsewhere that Jesus was always there with God. In fact, the John chapter 1, uh, the Gospel of John. God was with God. He, was, has, he has always been with God, and he is God. And so that is the attitude, my friends, we should assume now and not take Jesus as a junior operator. He is God, the creator of the heavens and the earth. And we owe our lives and our entire existence to him. But you see, the people, uh, just like the people of Old, uh, Old Testament days, did not understand the word of God. So even now, people don't fully uh, understand the nature of, of Christ. That's why the, uh, the New Testament makes it, makes things, uh, you know, clear so that um, people will fully understand who God is and what God requires of them. And the, the, our teacher is, is, is the Lord Jesus Christ, his own son. So we can, uh, we can approach Jesus because he's, he has become one of us. And, and he's very sympathetic. He says that I was, you know, I, I, I have shared your, all your experiences. I have suffered as you have suffered. And I have gone through all human experiences and yet without sin. And that is what God wants us to be. Go through the world, experience all these things that are in the world, but without sin. Jesus also promised that after he has gone, he, will, he was not going to leave us all alone, but he was going to send another helper, the Holy Spirit, who will be with us and in us forever. So we are not alone. We are not without a helper. God is still with us and he lives in us. Apostle Peter says that what God has done to New Testament believers puts us in a, in a most privileged position. He says that the prophets of God long to see the things that we are seeing and to hear the things that we are, we are hearing, but they did not. The prophets only prophesied the future things, 
but they didn't see them. Amazingly, even the angels desired or, and continued to desire to see what we see, to hear what we hear, uh, but, 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 but this has not happened. Because it is meant for us, for our ears, and for our um, uh, faith in God, that we might follow him and do the things that he wants us to do. That is what makes a huge difference between our faith and other faiths. This is the gospel that we preach. It's about Jesus, the Son of God. It is not about any human being. It is not of hum our gospel is not of human origin, but it is hot from the very mouth of God himself that he's revealed to us through his son, Jesus Christ. Therefore, our scripture makes it clear that Jesus is not a leader, another leader of a religion as people tend uh, uh, to think. Jesus has no equal. Jesus is not only superior to any other, uh, any other person on earth, but he is also superior to, to the angels of heaven. Jesus is not a mere prophet. The angels in heaven bow down. In fact, they are commanded to bow down before him. So if the angels, the powerful, mighty angels in heaven worship the Lord Jesus Christ, who are we mere human beings made of flesh and blood? created from the dust of the earth, who are we not to bow down to the Lord of lords and the King of kings? Jesus, my friend, is the beginning of all things. He is the beginning and the end of all things. He is the terminal point, and all things are wired and made to work his way. And the, 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 the situation is, you either believe in him you, and live, or live against him, and you surely die. That is the deal, my friends. But we don't want anybody to die. God himself and Jesus do not want anybody to die in their sins. He wants them to hear this gospel and believe so that they can be saved. Jesus bears the image of God, even as, as he made it clear when he said, anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. I'm saying all these things, my friends, and bringing up these scriptures, which perhaps we all know, in order to remind us. You see, first of all, we have been reminded these are the last days. That means the end is, is, is nearer, perhaps, than we think. The end of all things. And Jesus is, 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 the, is the one that's going to bring about, you know, wind up all things. The, world, the, the life that we know, the universe as we know it, will cease to exist. I need to repeat these things because sometimes we get so carried away that we forget that we don't have time. We don't have time, so don't say, ah, wait until tomorrow, I'll make a decision tonight. The world is coming to an end. There's, a, there's, a, there's therefore need to make your decision with a sense of urgency. Otherwise, you may be too late. Now, other people look at created things in an attempt to see God or to see God's image. But now we know that we can know God as he is. 
by looking at the face of his son, Jesus Christ. God is, God is like Jesus, and Jesus is like the Father. Well, he did say, didn't he, that the Father and I are one. So our scripture, my friends, wants us to recognize this, the superiority of Jesus over the prophets, over the angels, over all religions, over all the authorities, over hell and all forces of darkness, and over all other things uh, created. As the Son of God, Jesus is the appointed heir of all things. Well, he is the King of kings and Lord of heaven and earth. He is king forever. His kingdom is without end. It will never come to an end. So the gospel of Jesus Christ is actually God's final word to humankind. If you don't uh, respond to this word now, I want to repeat. It may be too late for you, my friends. The gospel of Jesus Christ is God's final word to humankind. There is no other gospel but the gospel of Jesus Christ. Finally, my friends, there is no other name. There is no other name, and there, there, there never will be any other name by which people are saved. It is only in the name of Jesus that people are saved, by which sinners are offered grace, you know, are, are offered uh, remission of their sins, for, for, forgiveness when they put their faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. So, my dear friends, once again, the message is that it is futile. It is futile to try to live without Jesus. This is his world. Yet much of the world today remains without Jesus. And it is not that uh, they have not heard the word. It's just that they, they reject Jesus. And this includes followers of other faiths. And those who have no religion at all. Therefore, the world remains in the, in the state of crisis as we see today, as it was uh, yesterday, as it will be tomorrow. Until every knee shall bow and every tongue uh, before the Lord Jesus Christ and, uh, and, and, and confess that he is Lord. For the world belongs to God. And it matters how, it, uh, the world belongs to God and it matters to God how we live in his world. Without God, my friends, the world cannot be any better. It can only be worse. By the will of God, Jesus, you know, maintains the universe. He rules over the universe. And he rules with justice and with fairness. He is not like the kings of the world. He exercises his authority with justice and with, um, with righteousness. All people and all creation is subject to his authority and what joy it is to his creation when they recognize 
their own creator and be, uh, make, uh, uh, allow him to take control over their lives and over their circumstances. So that being the case then, my friends, we who are called by the name of Christ need to, to be different from the unbelieving world. We, believe, we need to be different from others. Because we are, we are called Christians because we are the people who accept the superiority of Jesus, his lordship, the people who honor him and determined to honor him and serve him with our lives. As his followers, we have to be different from all others, therefore. Because ours is a privilege and not theirs. Jesus demands it. And so let's go out and do it. Our lives, our words, and our actions must show that we belong to a kingdom, not of this world. Our prayer life, our relationships, family life, work and business need all, all need to be aligned to his purposes. We are to offer our bodies to his service as living sacrifices. Our bodies are to be the temple of the Holy Spirit and we are not to offer them to any, uh, anyone else. Instead, we are to dedicate our lives to a life of continuous worship. Um, you know, our work and everything we do or earth must be part of our worship. But Christ, um, but Christ has established standards, my friends. Apart from justice, his kingdom is also based on righteousness. We cannot, therefore, be righteous on, on our own, only through Jesus. He said, you are blessed if you hunger and thirst for his righteousness, for he will give it to you. And so, um, that being the case then, what uh, is our response? In the last days, knowing that the days are few, brothers and sisters, let me ask you, are we living up to Jesus' standards? Do you use him as our measure of righteous living? Do we involve him in all our affairs? Do we love as he loves? Do we love God with all our being and love our neighbor as ourselves? Are we concerned for the poor and the marginalized? Are we peacemakers? Do we love our enemies? Are we his witnesses to the world? Do we take time to share his gospel with others? You who are not followers of Jesus Christ, let me ask you this question. Who then is your God? Let it be known, my friends, that there is no other God, but God the creator of the universe and the father of our Lord Jesus Christ. To worship any other God is to dishonor the true God. And there are severe consequences. Yet God loves us all. God loves his creation and he's concerned about our welfare. And he wants us to know him personally. That's why he's sent his son to come and teach us to know the things of God. So our salvation is there for the asking, my friends. But it is possible only through Jesus Christ. Not other religions, not other philosophies, not self-effort, but through the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. So come, why don't you?
you who are thirsty and drink from the life-giving water that Jesus only gives. Come and eat this bread, which is, the, which is Christ himself, which if you eat of it, you will never become hungry again. Come and receive eternal life, the gift of eternal life from the Lord Jesus Christ. Otherwise, what you receive and what you get is eternal death, eternal damnation, my friends. I have spoken the words that I have been given this morning. I'm just a messenger. It's up to you to, re to, to respond, my friends. And so I rest my case. It's either Jesus or nothing. Father, help us to make the correct choice. Help us to choose Jesus Christ, who alone is able to save us from eternal damnation. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. This book is just tremendous. We have wholeheartedly obeyed the new teaching and trusted. If God had not breathed into Adam's nostrils, Adam would have remained just a lump of dust. How should we then treat the Bible? All of us are sinners and saved only by grace. For worship, we were created. And for worship, we should ever live. Jesus died for our sins. And so, now that we have put our faith in Him, He takes away our sins, He covers under His righteousness.